0: All right, so we are here in Collingwood, Ontario, which is pretty much cottage country, and I'm here with David Ippiam.
1: Hi, everybody. We're sitting outside a Pizza Pizza, just waiting for the pizza. Thought we'd record something. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, um, so David is here with uh, me because we are taking a little bit of a break from our regular kind of schedules and routines so we're going to talk a little bit today about uh, morning routines and also how we uh, make time for things that need to fit in that just can't fit into your regular everyday schedule. So David, if you can just uh, introduce yourself and let everyone know what exactly you do.
1: Right. So uh, nine to five, I work for a university. And uh, I'm just in between jobs right now, which is why I need to take this uh, time off. So from director of student affairs at a campus to um, a more management consulting kind of role um, at a different campus. Um, and then in, on my side hustles, that's how I met Daniel is really a leadership educator, relationship coach, and martial arts uh, instructor.
0: Awesome. And what's the name of your brand
1: that you run? Uh, with my uh, partner, Lindsay, we run Relationship Zen. And then uh, right now, just building... One of the things we're making time for is building my website, so davidipyam.com. That'll have another uh, a bunch of other kind of listings. Your personal brand. Yay!
0: So one of the things as um, both me being an entrepreneur with you know multiple projects and businesses and David who's an employee with a ton of other projects, side hustles, various commitments, um, a lot of times when there's a new idea that comes up or a new priority um, or something that you want to grow or build, you really have to force that into your existing schedule because oftentimes you're not just dropping something else in order to take something on. So one of the ways to do this is by physically creating space, right? And um, that's why we're here in Collingwood because, uh, you know, it's an hour or two away from the city, away from our jobs, our apartments, you know, all the noise of that. And uh, we're able to dive in on things that would never really fit into our schedule. So, so David, for example, like if you wanted to give a couple of tasks that you just haven't been able to get to in your everyday life. Mm-hmm.
1: So, yeah, every period of transition requires like extra focus time. I like that you said that, especially when there's something new or it could be something that's existing. Um, but there's a change. Right. So I tend to do, um, on a yearly basis, uh, yearly goals, yearly vision. And that usually happens in December when I have more time, my job affords that time. But here we're like middle of the year, I'm transitioning jobs. And I also had a number of side hustle things that I want to get moving. So some of the projects we're working on today was uh, building the davidapm.com, which really makes me think about. All the all of the, all of the things I'm working on, right? So yeah. I have to push, move the needle forward on all of my four projects, right. and then make it aligned on one web page. So it's I would I've been trying to do that since April, <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, but uh, you know, and that's my own personal timeline. But really, coming to Collingwood, an hour and a half away, yeah. um, really makes a big makes a big difference. And hanging out with somebody like Daniel. And now, yeah.
0: So now you tr- you know wanted to do it since April. Now it's July. Um, I um, have you know similar projects that I've been you know in the idea phase or in the, in the research phase, but doesn't come to that execution because you know, there's nothing super pressing to make it happen, but you don't want to go a whole year and not have that launch. So what's really important from a personal branding perspective, um, as David has mentioned is he's actually building a central home, a hub online for everything that he's doing. And that doesn't have to be something super complicated of a website. Um, you know, David's not a, a tech person, but, you know, we're able to pretty much put that all together in in a day or two and, you know, it's your own personal brand. You know what you're talking about, so it comes it comes a little bit more naturally. But it's a matter of sitting down and expressing it to someone who doesn't know you. And he wouldn't know, all right, what are the three or four things I need to know about David and how can I work with him?
1: Right. So until today, I had maybe these four things that were four or five projects that were in the maintenance and sustaining stage, which were steadily growing. But taking just these few hours apart is really like the building stage, I feel like.
0: Right. So if you think about it, normally you would take maybe half an hour a week or an hour a week here and there when it fits and it would take you know several weeks or months to do something but like you said you're doing that literally all in one concentrated period of time and the second benefit is that besides the time is that we're in a more relaxed environment right so we don't have the crazy pressures of everyday life we're not you know doing all kinds of like errands running around we're not stuck in traffic for a couple hours a day we're not commuting all that type of stuff so that really puts us in the right mindset right Right.
1: i think that like you said the physical act of moving is is both symbolic and psychological like a psychological effect symbolism like it helps me frame the experience like this is about building and then uh physiologically psychologically really helps like my nervous system calm down um just because of the, the the vibe that of that That I associate with Toronto, which is my workplace, which is my, 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 like, you know, move, move and shake all the time. Exactly.
0: Um, And then, so one of the other, again, tips or, or reasons for doing this is, or sorry, tips when you are trying to do this is that you can't put the whole world of expectations as well. And so, you know, we noticed this very first night, we made a list right away of of what we thought we would accomplish. Obviously, some of those things we knew were, you know, going to be higher priority um, that we really wanted to get to. And I asked David, what were some of the things that you won't be able to get to back in your everyday life? And those, of course, would become a priority, such as your website. And then there's other things that, of course, are just going to have to fit in later, or you would save it for the next time you do something like this. So if you can do something like this, you know, every few months, then you can kind of really um, plan to make the most out of those weekends.
1: So earlier I was talking about... um the maintenance and sustaining stage of, 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 of my projects. And, and a big part of that comes from, happens within my morning routines, actually. Right. Uh, and I've, uh, my life has kind of, um, with my life I kind of change, as my life evolves, I change my, the, the, my, my, the way my morning routines look. I used to uh, basically incorporate physical activity, some uh, reflection, and some work on personal projects. Uh, so they range from 10 minute um, alignment exercises uh, core exercises, leg exercises to kind of wake up the body. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was in the past. I did t- uh, 10 minutes of that um, and then some meditation, some journaling uh, and then would take about 20 minutes to work on any kind of small project that I'm, uh, or any big project but 1%, move it 1% forwards right. if you will, like, on a daily basis. Uh-huh. But now nowadays, um, my job's a little heavier. I wake up and then do 5 minutes of yoga again to get the blood flowing uh, and then review my journal that I wrote the night before. So, uh, okay. but, but basically morning routines for me are important to prime and frame the day.
0: Right. How do you, how do you keep that, um, what you talked about in the morning routine or what you thought of during the morning routine? How do you turn, turn that into actual action?
1: Right. So my, my journaling from the night before is usually, um, so it's, it follows with gratitude and then gratefulness in advance kind of intention setting. And then I write three, um, business goals, so work or uh, mm. side hustle, and then three personal goals, um, personal life outside of work life, uh, sorry, outside of work and side hustles. Um, and they're they're very tangible.
0: Right. I was just going to ask that. So like, it, because you're doing it every single day, of course, um, I'm assuming you might add some bigger goals every once in a while. Right. But these are like things that you know you can actually...
1: do yeah exactly and they're inspired from those yearly goals that i had set in december that i referred to earlier so they're like it's kind of like an act of breaking it down Uh, and at first when i started they looked more like uh short-term goals like a three-month goal that i'd try to accomplish in a day (laughs) right but then i got better at breaking that down into something minute i think one of the goals you read yesterday was a smooth ride up to uh Collingwood right Right. yeah that's something that's super actionable I think you had some really good ones
0: I did they were they were very specific to of course the day but things that you would just expect to happen um when you're actually setting it out it it really it reminds you because let's say for example you know one of my one of my goals is to have a a you know stress-free commute right well then I'm going to decide whether or not I I'm like rushing and and going crazy and not picking something up just because I told David I would get there at seven, let's say, right? Versus, all right, one of the goals is to have a a stress-free commute. So, hey, David, do you mind if I come a few minutes later? Fine. All of a sudden, everything,
1: (laughs) I like (laughs) so uh, it's setting that intention first, right? I I love that. Um, And you said something you're going to decide. And and a lot of things are about choices. So these goals, it doesn't necessarily have to be a task-based goal. It can literally be choices we make and, and and what we want to focus on you know i love that saying mindset like mindset energy flows where the attention goes so wherever you put your attention like yours was a stress-free commute yeah uh mine was you know maybe uh what was it today um oh yes uh really enjoying enjoying myself while doing the work right because i think when i do the work the side hustle work in toronto i'm also thinking about my other work and the other work <laughs> but here i was really just enjoying the, the, the side hustle work
0: Right. And, and taking, so being more, being more present with it. Right. right. And, and now there's a certain type of work, of course, that you can do while you're, you know, you're multitasking or you're listening to music or whatever it is. Right. Whether you're consuming content or, or just doing some research. Fine. But when it comes to some of this work, like planning, making big decisions about, you know, your personal brand or about your business, then you can't do those in chaos right like it really really helps you can you can get a lot more clarity when you focus like this so save those certain decisions for a time when you can actually make them is pretty much um the whole concept of this
1: yeah and then uh because i incorporate the i find that i because i incorporate the goals in the morning routines it allows me to readjust those yearly goals i make and to right. take a pulse as you go as i go cuz things come up right and it's okay to uh, I think my sensei says, uh, set the goal in the, in the, set the destination, the concrete, but the path in the sand. It's okay to nice.
0: Kind of, I like that. Um, for me, yeah, I need to be, I need to be more clear on the, on the destination, which is why one of the things I want to do oh, yes. on this is set some five or 10 year goals, right? Same. Um, and, and re readjust those, uh, that have been previously set. So one of the tools that I'm using, uh, David kind of mentioned the, uh, his journaling process, the format, um, the process that or the format that I'm using is actually called simply the five minute journal. Um, and that's a really, really popular one. Uh, I just started doing it recently um, in July. And so that's five minutes in the morning and five minutes at the end of the day. And um, so far, I've, I haven't have missed a morning or night, which is which is surprising for for me. And I think now that it's incorporated in, I'll always pretty much focus on that. And it asks you just a few questions. The morning, there are a few more questions that it asks you. But it is really about, you know, setting, you know, three different things that you want to get out of today. And another question I love is, what would make today awesome? And it asks you that specifically after you've already put out your goals, right? So it's not like you, you know... It might be one of those three things that you put, but it's like you get to specify what would make it even better. So if your goal is, let's say, to um, finish a project, well, to make that awesome, your goal would be to finish a project and... Show it to someone and get amazing feedback from that person. Or finish the project but do it with a friend. So that's like a bonus that makes it amazing, right? I
1: love that. It adds to it. And yeah. It adds emotion to the goal. And when, when, right. when emotions are tied to goals, they're stronger in a way. Right. They're, they're more vibrant, more real.
0: Exactly. And remember that this this these routines are not to set straight up to do lists, right? Um they're more about like Imp- self-improvement and looking at like the bigger picture of
1: these right it these should com- exactly it should be internally motivated as much as possible right um and you can also if, if for relationships then uh, for example Lindsay and i are working on a, a creating a, a a relationship journal gratitude journal so you can also ask yourself um speak with each other if you if you're in a couple or a relationship uh for what are you grateful for towards your partner right, right. A- and what's something you want to look forward to uh, the next day together, right?
0: And what's important about stuff like that is, and again, the the whole purpose of this, um, even the five uh, minute journal, is gratitude, right? So to think of those great, those things you're actually grateful for, thankful for, that are part of your everyday life. You you may never mention that to your partner or to your friend or your colleague. You might not may ever mention those things because you just kind of expect them to be there, take them for granted. So yeah, look out for um, this product that uh, David's going to be developing through relationships. zen.
1: So Daniel, as we wrap up, you know uh, we're going to wrap up in Collingwood as well. How are you going to maintain this energy, making time for things in your life?
0: Yeah, one of the things I've been. Um, Focusing a lot more on is outside of the day-to-day kind of responding to, you know, client needs and emails um, from various different sources. I'm making time by being more intentional about what each day is. So for now. Um, now that I'm not living in the city next, you know, a few minutes from my office, I decided that um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday are guaranteed days in the office. And those are typically going to be, you know, longer days, but I'm going to be, you know, focused on my team those days, focus on really important meetings those days. um, And really like the agency is what my focus is. Um, Of course, there's other things that happen here and there, but you know, when it comes to choosing events, we're going to, you know, Start, start choosing events that are really impactful, right? And not spending three or four hours at an event just because we thought it was a good idea to sign up to a few months ago, right? Um, and then the, the you know, my Fridays are actually spent uh, working remotely. Um, that includes working on the business, not just in the business, um, which, is, which is very critical if we want to grow or adapt or, or change. Um, and then the Mondays are, you know, just a normal day working on, you know, working on client stuff, working on everything else, but I'm, but I'm fitting in time on Mondays and Fridays for my personal brand that, uh, and other partnerships and other initiatives that I'm not able to do, um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So that's kind of how I'm trying to continue this uh, along. What about you?
1: I love that. Um, your prior, your, your schedule is reflecting your priorities. Right. right and that, it's it's simple but like it's not it's not common right, right. it's not common that's great um just to give uh, folks some context so i'll be in september i mean i'll be starting my new job uh but also a doctorate part-time and then um i'll be teaching at the university as well and then have the relationships and my martial arts school and and the speaking and and and, and workshops so right, that's that that a I ton that is a ton that is a general. ton yeah that's a ton and it's, it's it's done it before but what's worked for me is really solitude and blocking out either a friday night a saturday night or a Sunday morning a week where I'm just alone mm. uh, working on um, my, my personal brand. And, and that will keeps me grounded because things flow from there. My brand, I feel like, is, is me. So uh, yeah. that's solitude, I think. It's just making time for that.
0: Interesting. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid to be disconnected, for example, or they don't want to be alone, or they don't want to be, even be away from their phone. So, you know, all part of these morning routines and, and activities uh, are to get you focused more internally and, and focus on one thing at a time. And as a, as a creative person, and as an entrepreneur, I know that amazing ideas come from the, from that time. So it's definitely worth investing it. Um, you don't have to be connected 24 <laughs> seven. So if you're interested in following uh, either of our journeys, obviously uh, you know my contact information. You're listening to my podcast. Um, DanielFrancoVilla.com is kind of the central home for everything there.
1: And David? So you can find me, David Ippiam, on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and then uh, davidipiam.com soon, very soon.
0: Soon. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening if you got to the end. And uh, if you have any questions, feel free to tweet or Instagram message, uh, either of us.